For Nerds by Nerds Production. Hey there, nerdos. Welcome back to another episode of the For Nerds by Nerds Podcast. I'm Josh. I am Ben. And this week, since there is a bit of a lull for once in... The Marvel show is coming out on Disney Plus. We're not getting another one for a few months. Whenever Secret Invasion comes out, the what is it called? Secret Invasion. Oh, Secret Invasion. Yeah. Yes. Looks good. I thought you said Secret and Vision. I don't no. Know. What? No. Vision is getting. He's going to get a show now too, though. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Vision Quest is what it's called right now. Really? I thought he was dead. No, he's White Vision now. Oh yes. He transferred his consciousness. That's. We'll correct. talk about that a little bit because we are going to rank. All of the MCU Disney Plus series that have come out so far. Uh, Only like the main continuity show. We're not doing like I Am Groot, the shorts or anything like or or any of the special presentations like Werewolf by Night or the Guardians Christmas special. Both of those are great, but we're we're just talking about the the main series that have come out so far. So I guess we'll discuss them a little bit and, and, and then we will give our definitive rankings. At the end, because for the most part, all of them are none of them are bad. They're not bad. There's they, a couple that I I don't understand, but yeah, there are some that are just okay. And we will talk about the divisiveness of some of these shows and why it's weird to have the opinion that these are just okay. Because some people are are violently swinging to either <laughs> it's the most amazing thing ever or it's a steaming pile of shit. But this goes all the way back to January of of last year. Well, now two years ago, I guess. Yeah, yeah. We're will, almost done. Yeah. We're almost. We're almost. January. This will come out in twenty twenty three. So, uh, but yeah, Wanda, Happy New Year, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> Wandavision was the first series that we got, which was fantastic. Started a little slow. See, I enjoyed the first few episodes more than the ending episodes. Oh, really? I uh, once I really got into it, I liked it. it. It was fun having like a mystery and not knowing what was going on and stuff. Yeah. But once it actually started to un- unveil what was going on and and how it was happening, and, and because they don't really give you anything for the first few episodes, they no, don't, they that don't was really tell you what what the fuck is happening. But it's great. I think it's very well written, and the story is very, very emotional. I thought it was very well filmed too. It was like watching a a, a, a movie. Yeah, a movie. It yeah, was so lo- good. A lot of these shows are like movies. I'd say, except for like the last couple, they haven't really felt as cinematic. And I wonder if COVID played more of a role in that. But I feel like COVID has affected all of these shows most of wandavision and falcon winter soldier were probably filmed before covid yeah just it, the, it's, all, it's, the, it's a little hard to tell the reshoots in the in the yeah. ending stuff i mean there's still every production now still is affected by covid protocols so Absolutely. i mean it's Absolutely. it's all affected but yeah wandavision was great as we saw in doctor strange and the multiverse of madness they kind of just redid the story again a little bit and darker so I, f- I felt like it kind of undermined the show a little bit because it was like we just had this story. We just we just had we, resolution to this story that she came to terms with everything and, and now she's fine. <laughs> well, I, when the last episode of that, of WandaVision, they, she, that's when they showed her with the dark hole. And, yeah, at the very end, yeah. So I thought it was a good lead up. I don't think it was a resolution. I thought it was a beginning of her evil journey. Versus her, yeah, but I mean the way she like says goodbye to Vision and says goodbye to the kids and stuff. She's she was she had come to peace with it. I don't think she was really at peace, especially think... with the fact that like your kids aren't real. Yeah, they're not. They're not, they were never alive. They also aged about twelve years in a day. <laughs> so how attached could you really have got? Listen, this is a broken woman. She it, she's definitely her, a broken one. She lost her accent and her brother. And her husband and parents and, <laughs> and her children. Husband, everything. Fake children. Every, Everything's everything. been taken from her. Don't don't get attached to Wanda. <laughs> You'll no. die. No, you will die. But it was good. It was a very good kickoff for all of this. I enjoyed the nostalgia of watching how they filmed. Like, they filmed it the way they filmed shows. Each episode was filmed the way it would have been filmed in the time period it, yeah. was, it was for. And I think they did a great job 
paying homage to all of those types of eras. Yeah, I really like the intros. <laughs> yeah, the intros were <laughs> All great. the different intros, those were fun. Um, but following that, we had The Falcon and Winter Soldier, which I feel like gets a lot of hate, and I really like this show. I thought it was a good action show. Yeah. Uh, it had some slow spots. Yeah, it's definitely not as strong as a story as, like, WandaVision or Loki is, just because it's not, it doesn't need as much. Well, I thought it was a little wishy-washy every, you know, oh, he wants it, he doesn't want it. He wants it, he doesn't want it. Um, and I think people were expecting more of a, a cinematic, like, movie out of this one. And it wasn't. It's just a It's just a continuation. It's just a story. Yeah, it's a good setup for the character. It's a good setup for the next film, yes. I would have liked a little more who's it going to be. I feel like it was very telegraphed that eventually, by the end of this, Sam is going to be Captain America. Yeah. But I feel like the setup was, is it going to be Falcon or is it going to be Winter Soldier? Because Winter Soldier in the comics has also been Captain America. Right, right. He took his turn. But there was like zero of that in the show. It was never really teased that maybe Bucky is going to be Captain America. I think uh, they did a good job in the show with Bucky basically just dismissing the whole idea. Yeah. Like, it was constant. No, 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 I'm walking away from this. <laughs> yeah. But I, I thought character development-wise, I thought it was really good. It was, it was nice to see a lot more out of Bucky and his, like, actual life. Because he hasn't had any sort of life whatsoever in the movies at all. He went from being dead to being a sleeper agent to now finally being free. And it was, I was, I thought that was good to see him actually develop his character and see him like dealing with choices, worrying, worrying (laughs) if he's actually free of like the mind control that he's been under, and then like his guilt for all the things that he did even though they weren't his fault so are they're gonna do a follow-up season with that or no no there's going to be bucky is going to be in the thunderbolts okay and so this was a one-off series this was a one-off series and then there's going to be a new captain america movie there which i think the thunderbolts are going to be in because i'd like to see a bigger payoff with zemo and their partnership yeah yeah a lot of people are mad that zemo wasn't announced as part of the thunderbolts but, I mean, he doesn't really have any superpowers or anything. Not that all of them do. They all, a lot, Pretty much everyone on the team kind of has the same powers. Yeah. <laughs> They're all just kind of super soldiers. Yay! Or <laughs> secret agents. And then there's a girl that can teleport or whatever a ghost does. What does yeah. she do? She Ghosts from Ant-Man. Yeah, yeah she, she can phases. walk through walls or whatever. Yep. Um, she doesn't really teleport. She phases in and out of... Uh, our con- continuity. Yeah, something like that. Um, molecular schedule. Uh, or no, what, what was it? The What is with Ant-Man? The quantum uh, room? Oh, yeah. On a quantum level. Yeah. That's what she does. She phases yeah. quantum. Kind of weird character. <laughs> She's awkward. <Yeah. laughs> she also a man in the comic books. And an well, Iron so, Man villain, not an Ant-Man villain. Well, you know, they got to fit these people in. Yeah, they're taking can. everybody. They're just putting in people wherever they want. What kills me with the bat- Marvel is they just dump random characters in places and yeah, expect just, you to follow it. They're kind of, yeah. Well, was, I can understand that because A, they were done with Iron Man and B, Ant-Man's villains are all kind of lame. <laughs> he yeah. doesn't really have any like notable villains. I don't think Ghost is much better. But like the bad guy in the next Captain America movie is the leader, which is a Hulk villain. Yeah. And it's like weird. you're just doing that because you can't make a Hulk movie. They just, um, I saw an announcement for World War Hulk. Yeah, but it's, it's that's all fake bullshit. It's because pa- it's coming or not. Paramount owns the rights, partial rights. I think it's Paramount or Universal. It might be. It might be I think Universal. It's still Universal. They own partial rights because they helped produce the 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 Incredible Hulk, the Ed Norton Hulk. So that's why there hasn't been any Hulk movies. Yeah, but it's like. Marvel, you got the money. You got Disney money. Yeah, just buy it. Just buy that shit. Yeah. Just like Spider-Man. Just buy Spider-Man from yep. Sony. Stop fucking The amount Sony of money you'll make done. over the next forever off of Spider-Man. <laughs> yes. And that Spider-Man. Is a, that is a money pig. Spider-Man. I can see not doing it with the Hulk because it might not be financially worth it because his solo movies don't have the best track record and all that no, shit. No, but I think he this this rendition of Hulk needs a shot at a solo movie. 
Uh, yeah, I would have said that a few years ago. They, I feel like they've kind of ruined that character over the last little bit. I do not like Professor Hulk. I think you'll see a change because Hulk's made so many different changes. I'd like to see like the Enforcer Hulk. <laughs> oh, the Mr. Hulk. Fix It. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Fix It. That'd be that'd be an awesome. Yeah. That'd be. I just, I just want to see him like separate, or maybe him Hulk out again. Yeah, and become even more. Like we've never seen Hulk at full strength in the MCU. Never. He's just a big strong guy. Right. Hulk in the comics can like lift fucking mountains. Oh yeah. And like blow up planets and shit with a punch. Like we've never seen anything like that. And I don't feel like we're going to because all they've ever done is make him weaker and weaker. That is also true. But, yeah, Falcon and the Winter Soldier was great. Now, this pro- next after that is probably everyone's favorite, which is Loki. Which I think, it's it's definitely at the, it's near the top. I have a little bit of a hard time ranking these as my favorite because I kind of like certain ones for different reasons. I liked Loki enough because I like Tom Hiddleston as Loki. I think yeah, his great. character, uh, portrayment of, of, of Loki is amazing. But I think that's why WandaVision and Loki are probably the best shows because they it was like creating a whole new world kind of. Like it, that's what they both felt like movies because they weren't just like Falcon and Winter Soldier is just kind of a continuating story of what those two did after Endgame. Right. WandaVision you didn't really know what was going on, it was a mystery and there was a lot of like things at play and you didn't know why Vision was alive again and what the fuck was happening. And it's the same with Loki. You created this whole new world with the TVA and yeah, you're traveling you through time. Coming, which is good. And all this shit. And I think it was it was so cool. And then you got to see like all the other Lokis. Alligator Loki. Yeah, Alligator Loki. <laughs> Alligator Loki's frog the best. Thor in a jar. Yeah, if you missed it. Throg. He's in there. His name is Throg, goddammit. <laughs> I don't care what the Funko Pop says. His name is not Frog Thor. His name is Throg, the Frog of Thunder. I think they did a good job linking that to what's coming. I think they did. They set up a lot of things with this Loki. It's. I want to see like definitive, and they've kind of stepped back from this because it all kind of happened at once. Because we had Loki and the ends and the end events of Loki, where they killed Kang basically. He, that, he who that remains. Version of, yeah, that version of Kang. And if and it deviated the timelines and but then we also had the events of Spider Man where Doctor Strange did his spell and fucked up the multiverse. Right. And then we had the events of Multiverse of Madness that even further branched into the multiverse. But I want I want there to be like a clear definitive explanation to what happened. Like everyone thought in Spider-Man it was going to be this spell got fucked up because of what happened at the end of Loki. Like something triggered while like that happened at the same time as this was happening which fucked up and opened the multiverse. Do you think we'll get that answer in Quantum Mania? Because I think that's where a lot of this is coming from. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know if they'll just kind of paper over. I thought that the end of Loki was going to be something that like kind of rattled through the entire MCU for a while. They were they were hinting at that. And, and they that never yeah, happened. they kept setting it up and talking about it like like that. Like they kept saying like, oh. Loki, the the effects of what happened in Loki are going to be felt in Spider-Man and Doctor Strange and all this, but there they were all separate events. Payoff, yeah, like, so I would like to see where that is going to, like, shake out. Well, I know Kang is in Quantumania. Yeah, he's in Quantumania. So there's your link, but what does it link to? Yeah. How does it, how does it cross over? Yeah, and, and, like, the TVA doesn't really have anything to do with the Quantum Realm. Like, nope, but they're in the quantum separated. Realm. So yeah, I'm I'm curious to see how they'll link all this together. But yeah, Loki's great. Season two is filming, and that comes out in like June, I think. And I don't think they originally slated to do a second season. I thought they were just doing one season, but now, well, I mean, it ended kind follow. of on a cliffhanger. It did. I would take season two to all of these shows. 
I would definitely watch a second uh, WandaVision. I would definitely watch a second uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. And What If could go on forever. Yeah, What If, I think, is already renewed for season three, and season yeah. two hasn't even come out Speaking yet. Speaking of, that's what's next. Yeah, <laughs> What If is next, um, which I thought was a lot of fun. I, it was a trip. Uh, yeah. Every story was different. Every story had a really crazy twist and turn, but they all linked. For some reason, I didn't expect it. Since it's animated, I didn't expect it to stick so much to the MCU. Like, I, I knew that the characters involved were all going to be MCU characters. But, like, they are all... Like, the What If comic books, some of them is just random... Oh, correct. N- ...craziness. Yeah. All of these are, I guess, exactly what it's supposed to be, which is... What if all the events were taking place at the exact like the exactly the same, and then what one thing changes? And I thought it was really fun. I would have liked it a little more if they had gotten all of the voice actors to reprise their roles. Yeah, they get some a lot, of them. But not a lot. Not not one. Some not of them all. are, and some of them aren't, and it's kind of for no reason. And numerous cast members said that. They they would have done it. They just weren't asked. Weird. Maybe it was pay scale. Like Batista doesn't voice Drax, and he was like, "I no one ever asked me to." <laughs> yeah, weird. And weird. it's like, why? I don't know if it was, maybe it was a cost thing. It could be a, a payroll thing. It could be a, a contract. He only has so many movie contracts. He can't do the show. Things like that. Yeah. Contracts. Contract renegotiation is a pain in the ass in Hollywood. So. I'd assume it had. I mean, even though pay voiceover pay scale is much different than acting yeah. pay scale. Well, you can pay a voiceover a whole lot cheaper than you can a, the actor yeah. to do it. But I mean, and that's probably what it is because some of these episodes have too many people in them to where if you paid everybody to reprise their roles, like it's understandable that like. Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. didn't come back. Right. Because they've left the like, universe. But the guy that does Robert Downey Jr.'s voice is almost spot on. Yeah. Like, that guy's amazing. Yeah, they all do a really good job. And I really like that show. Zombies is The zombie episode is getting a spinoff into its own series. It needs to. Um, and, yeah, it's just a lot, lot of fun. And... It was nice to that Chadwick Boseman, he voiced Black Panther in that episode where he became a member of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. He won an Emmy for that posthumously. Ugh. Which I, I always, I have a problem, not a problem. I just find it weird when people win awards after they've died to where it's my only real question with it is, would you even have been nominated for that? If you hadn't passed If you on? hadn't died. I think Hollywood does that a lot. I think they do it a lot, and I think it's just an honor thing versus a, a he really won this. Yeah. No offense to him, he's was a talented, talented human being, and I'm I am sorely uh, we I'm upset that he's gone. Yeah. Because his character development was great, his acting was phenomenal, but seriously, I, you've seen it so many times where they oh we're gonna give this person this award, but I think they do it because of yeah in memory. Well, it's like. Most of the time, it's deserved. It's just when it comes to superhero stuff, it's you would not have nominated this. No, not at all. If it wasn't for, like... Especially an animated I often wonder, even though he deserved it, I often wonder if Heath Ledger hadn't died if he would have been nominated. Because he won Best Supporting Actor for playing the Joker. Which he definitely... Which he definitely deserved. deserved. But would he have been nominated if he hadn't died? Potentially not. I think because big big misses like that happen all the time, where people are snubbed and not even nominated for outstanding roles. But it's like that same year, in that same exact category, Robert Downey Jr. was nominated for Tropic Thunder. He he, a I feel like he was nominated more for like. Just because of his resurgence, like right. he deserves a role because now he's back and he's cleaned up his life and all this shit. But I think it was even more, we're not going to nominate him for Iron Man. We're not nominating a superhero movie, so let's nominate him for this other movie. Which was trash versus Iron Man. I think it was definitely, like, 
they wanted to give him an award for Iron Man, but they just weren't going to give him <laughs> one for a superhero movie. But after that, what if after that we got Hawkeye, Hawkeye. which blew me away. I fucking loved Hawkeye. I, I, I could give or take Hawkeye. I really? thought it was pretty good, but I thought it was dry. I didn't. I didn't care much for it. It wasn't my favorite. Oh, really? It's one of my favorites. I fucking loved it. I loved it so much more than I expected to. <laughs> I thought it was, a, it was real fun. It's very heartwarming. It's I good thought it was to, a good story. It's good to see him actually get some time to shine. He definitely needed that. Because even in like Endgame, where he is kind of a central focus, he still doesn't get a lot of time to shine. Like, I watched the clip yesterday where he comes back, like, everyone comes back from time traveling and Nat's gone. And and then the following scene where they're all, like, sitting on the dock arguing about how to, if we can bring her back to life or not. Even then, he doesn't get a lot to say, even though he's kind of the focal point of that scene. They still don't give him a lot of dialogue. And even through all of the movies, he's never really a central character. Even when he is given a lot to do they never really give him a lot to say i don't know <laughs> jeremy renner's a good actor too i don't understand why they don't like he's a very he's a very focal point of age of ultron and he still doesn't talk a lot like they don't give him a ton of he doesn't have a lot of monologues or anything what's uh, crazy is he started out as such a like a background character yeah and then he came full you know he's there and I, I do like that they gave him his own show, and I, I watched it. I enjoyed it. I can't say it's my top favorite. And it was going to be a movie originally. See, and I think that's what went wrong. If it would have been a movie, it probably would have been a lot better for me. Really? I, I like that it was, it, you got more. Because I don't think you would have gotten things like the Kingpin in a movie. I don't think as you would. As a cameo, yeah. Like, there's a lot there. I don't think you would have gotten Yelena in there if... If it had been a movie. And now, do you think they're setting it up for his end game and passing the baton? Yeah, I think, like, when... Because they're clearly setting up to, like, a Young Avengers. Yeah. Because not only has everyone been replaced, everyone's been replaced with someone who's much younger than they are. So I think eventually we'll get a Young Avengers, and I think he'll be, like, the captain. Like, he'll be running the training at Avengers compound yeah i can see that which because is, he has to retire eventually he's handicapped now he's deaf oh yeah <laughs> which i thought was such a curveball yeah i thought it was weird i figured he would get something i thought right before the show started that maybe it would be revealed that he was starting to go blind because he goes blind in the comics right old man logan he's blind but he can still he has such good senses he can still bullseye shit but yeah no they were like they gave him a hearing aid and now he's going deaf but what started that, and when did it start? It's it's all just a like a, to be like, yeah, he's the one human on the fucking team, right? And there's not like there is a price to pay for being just a normal guy. Mm. On it's like when Batman gets fucking knee braces and shit like yeah. that. Like oh, you Batman would, gets knee braces because he he likes to jump a lot. Yeah, <laughs> well, he's, well, this man's been around a lot of explosions, yeah. and he was a soldier before that. Like yeah. it's it's you know it's so, wear it, and tear. Had his bell rung a few times. Yeah, but I really liked it. I really like Kate Bishop. I'm excited to see where they go from there. From they go with her from there. The whole time I was watching that, I didn't realize she was the chick from Bumblebee. Yeah, yeah, she's from a lot of stuff. I was like, God, I know this woman. How do I know this girl? Bumblebee. I would take a, a Kate Bishop and Yelena movie. Yeah, like best friends movie because I've always wanted a Batgirl and Supergirl movie, and I feel like that would be close without superpowers. Just got squashed. Yeah, oh yeah. The D- we'll talk about the DC in, a, in another episode. Oh fuck! But uh, yeah, <laughs> I really like Hawkeye, and uh, and the the big thing in Hawkeye that I didn't care for was Echo, and she's getting her own show. Not that I thought she was bad. I just didn't give a shit about her character at all. That was the deaf one, right? Yeah. You know, she's really deaf. Yeah. Yeah. The, the actress that plays her, kudos for her. She's doing it. And she did a great... I thought she was she was a secondary character for me in that show, but I thought what she did was all right. I thought she did a good job. Yeah, I'm fine with her character like existing. I just don't really see... I don't see how she's going to carry a show. And I also don't see, like, what, like, 
She didn't have any superpowers. She's not like Daredevil where she has these all these like crazy heightened senses because of the loss of her hearing. Like maybe maybe like the, she could be snuck up on. Do you think there's <laughs> going to be dead. a second season with Hawkeye and her? Uh, because well, Echo's getting her own show, so Hawkeye and will be Daredevil's a... going to be in. Because oh. it's going to go from it's going to go to Echo, which will then lead into Daredevil Reborn or Born. What is it? Is it Born Reborn Born Again? I think. Born again. Is it born again or yeah? Because it's all Catholic. born again. That's gonna be pretty good. I, I got, I got some shit to say. Yeah, he says it's gonna be a lot less gruesome and more more PG. Yeah, I'm not more, looking forward to that. More Marvel funny. Yeah. So after that, we got Moon Knight, <laughs> which this is where things for me started to be fine. I didn't like this one at all. I had high. I had really high hopes for Moon Knight, and I, I know. Part of it is that me and a lot of other people look at him as like Marvel's version of Batman, which is kind of an unfair comparison because he's not really like Batman. He's he's like Batman in the fact that he has a cool costume and he has gadgets, but that's kind of it. I mean, he's not like a he's not, he's, but <laughs> yeah, it's hard to voice because I I thought he was just a schizophrenic idiot. I couldn't deal. I just I had a hard time following the storyline. I like Oscar Isaac a lot. I do, and I think maybe, and he did. I think he did a good job. I just think the story was a little out there. It was more out there than I expected it to be for this character. I wasn't expecting there to be like gods and shit, which is probably just my own like lack of knowledge from the comic books because I'm sure all of these characters exist. And I was with it all pretty much, and I thought it was good. People say it's, like, amazing. I don't think it's, it's not amazing. I couldn't get past the first episode without getting completely lost. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and there's a little bit of a, like, mystery to unravel and shit of why he has split personalities and stuff like that, which I thought was fine. But they lost me at the la- the end of the last episode because you have Ethan Hawke, Winds up in the in the same mental institution that we had seen Moon Knight in the whole show, but that was just in his mind, right? So why is he in the real? I don't know. It didn't make any sense at know. the end. I was yeah, just like, yeah, "What I, the fuck is going on?" I I don't think I would want to see a second season unless it absolutely clarifies a whole lot of stuff. Yeah, no, I don't. I thought it was fine for setting up the character, and I'm very interested to see the character again. But I'm interested to see the character in more of a... Like, if they did a Midnight Suns movie with, like, all the, like, more dark characters, like Moon Knight and Ghost Rider and Doctor Strange and stuff like that. If they did, like, a Dark Avengers type of movie, I would like to see him in that. Which is kind of a shame, because... I like Oscar Isaac so much. I feel like maybe maybe there was a better character for him to play to where you could utilize him as an actor better because I, yeah, I don't I don't really want to see a season 2 of this, but even they are making a season 2 of this. They better clear it all up because it I was confused all the time. Yeah, I wasn't really confused. It just a lot of it and it, and some of it is happening with the MCU overall, and I think it's happening with just a lot of movies and stuff in general. Is it just wasn't what I wanted, right? Which is it's it is what it is. <laughs> like it's fine. Like I don't feel like uh, like I had this conversation with Sean from Metal Nerds is that Marvel has, has become exactly what it was meant to be when Disney bought it. It is that it is its own genre. Of movies, shows, cin- it's a cinematic universe. So you're going to get all sorts of different genres within this one genre. So not everything is going to be for everybody. Right. Which we will get to on another show that is very divisive. <laughs> that is definitely not for everybody. But that is kind of what's happening is that now that they are... There isn't as many like safeguards on to kind of develop a universe. Now they're just fully going into the universe. Right. It's become like the comics. Not every comic series is for everybody. No, there's a lot that people just don't want to read. You just don't, you're not going to care for it. Um, 
And that's fine. And I feel like that's kind of what the next like three shows are: is Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, and She Hulk. I feel like are all kind of they're very different than the norm. So Correct. not everybody is going to like them. Um, but I do. I still liked. I liked all of the Moon Knight scenes. I thought his character was very well done. Yeah. I just didn't understand the story. Yeah. I didn't understand the story at all. And I don't want Marvel to be pulling their punches. Like, if you still make comic books that are brutal, you can't be afraid to make your movies and your shows brutal. The problem with it is being owned by Disney, family-friendly, whatever, they they, they yeah. tend to hold back. But the... The thing with that is, is if Disney is going to become so close to being a monopoly, is that they need to move away from their own guidelines, basically. Yeah. Especially with these movies if, that people want. If you have the properties to make things that everybody will want to see, like every different type of person, you could make something for every different type of person, then you need to make things for every different type of person. I agree. And... Not everything you make needs to be able to be watched by six-year-olds. <laughs> Trust me. I get that. So when you're taking something like Daredevil that has an enormous fan base full because of the type of show it was, you're running a very big risk by watering it down and kind of cookie-cuttering it to be set within your own like MCU. Let's like, just say it how it is. They Disney it up. Yeah, you pussify it. You put a fucking mouse on it. Yeah, and like, like there's no need bitch. for that. Like, if you want to tone down language or whatever, fine. But this is a man without superpowers that has to beat the shit out of people to make sure he doesn't die. You can't just say he gets lucky every time. Yeah, <laughs> like, no. Netflix's depiction of Daredevil is the most realistic version of Daredevil that you'll get. I thought that Netflix show was amazing. And it's also very comic accurate. All of that stuff happens to Daredevil in the comics. He gets shit kicked out of him. He bleeds. Yeah. He beats shit out of people they bleed. Like, you can't water it down, nor should you. And I guess there's no reason to think that they absolutely will, but they're definitely going to a little, at least a little bit, because <laughs> like, yeah. they don't do rated R content, even though they're doing Deadpool. So hopefully Deadpool will open it that like when Deadpool makes a billion dollars, yeah, which it see. will, yeah, they'll be like, all right, <laughs> they'll definitely find a reason to fix their their issues with rated R stuff. Yeah, after that we got Miss Marvel, which I thought was fine on a teenage level. It was fantastic, yeah. and that's yeah, that's kind of thing. It's a show for teenage girls. It is. It's absolutely part of the Disney... I think it, it fit well with Disney's mantra and the way they do things. Um, I thought they did excellent by the character. I think she was a great actor. I think the character development was good. I even think the storyline was good. And I can't wait for another season. I, it wasn't my top favorite, but I thought it was very tastefully done. Even though it was kind of an acid trip sometimes. Yeah, I don't know if they're getting another show because the next Captain Marvel movie is just about... All of them. So she's going to be in the Captain Marvel. Yeah, so it's her just a and uh, the girl from WandaVision, Monica. I, I, oh, Monica I Rambo. get her and her mom's names confused. Yes. <laughs> the Rambo. Whatever Rambo yeah. was in, which I don't like that actress very much. I liked her mom much better. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think her mom's a much better actor. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think she's horrible, but her mom I don't think she's a, horrible. The girl no. that played her mom was a better actor. Yeah, she's great. Really. Um, I, I enjoyed Miss Marvel only for maybe the, the culture part of it. Yeah, I really liked it. it I enjoyed seeing that part of it. Yeah. Yeah. It was a really cool, and it was pretty in depth. Like they, they put a lot of work into making sure that that was like accurate and like a celebration of the culture and stuff. I think they did a really good job with it. Unfortunately, the dad just got hit with some sort of, uh. Texting an underage girl. Oh, Jesus. Nonsense. So let's see if he gets recast or killed he, off. He'll get recast. <laughs> the Disney won't have anything to do with that. No. Bye. Which sucks because I really liked him. Yeah. <laughs> I the dad, dad was one of the best parts. He's always been a good actor, but yeah. 
see you later, buddy. Yeah. Yep, you just tanked your career. I would have liked to see her powers be what they are in the comics. Yeah. I didn't really... I don't feel like we got enough explanation to like where the fuck those gauntlets came from. Something to do with the past or Nana or Nana or I thought they were going to be like from the Eternals or like... They're definitely um, from space. They're definitely yeah. from... Like her bracelets and the ten rings. It's like where the fuck do these things come from? Give us something. They there's there's got to be a payoff somewhere. The new, the next uh, Shang Chi might tell us. I fucking love Shang Chi. That was a great. Movie. <laughs> it was it was that was one of my top favorite yeah. movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't believe that came out so long ago now. It's just it's so well written and it's beautiful to watch. Yeah, yeah. I need to watch it again. I've been meaning to watch it. Again. <laughs> you need you still need to watch Wonder Woman. <laughs> no, I watched first Wonder Woman. Oh, did you finally yeah, watch I finally it? Finally watched that. Did I you haven't hate seen. It? No, I thought it was good. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see the second one. Everyone says that one's bad. Huh? Everyone says that one's bad. They're not bad. I I think I think they're both great. I liked the first one a lot. Mm. I liked uh, I finally also watched Harley Quinn and I liked that one. And people said that was bad. The, oh, bir- the, second the Birds one? of Prey. Yeah, yeah, I love that movie. I really I thought that I had a good yeah. time with that. I thought it was fun. I thought it was absolutely perfectly crazy the way it was supposed to be and then you had the hyenas. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was great. But that's a DC. Let's let's yeah, let's, let's move stay on. with Marvel. Uh, it was fun. Miss Marvel. It was announced at the end of the series that she's a mutant. Yes. So that's our first introduction to yeah to mutant kind, which is weird. I thought there was going to be some sort of like event that triggered mutants. Oh, like back in what was it? Uh, Agents of Shield. Well, I mean, just some. So, what are we going to do here? Like, I figured maybe the only conceivable way I can think that we'll have mutants now is that like the multiverse will collapse into one singular universe, and then we'll have mutants. You think that's how they'll bring about Fantastic Four and all that stuff? I think that's how we'll get like mutants and maybe like Miles Morales or something like that. I can't wait for Miles Morales live action. That's gonna be fantastic. But like. How else are you going to do it? There's just going to be mutants around the world, and they've just all been in hiding this entire time? Yeah, absolutely. Like, no. I mean... There same, are too many. Same place that you know Captain America has been hiding, and Iron Man was hiding when all these other people had their solo movies, and nobody helped. <laughs> but you can't just you can't have a global pandemic of mutants out of nowhere. Yeah, that's true. A Something, triggered event. There's got to be some kind of event that, that triggers this, but is Disney smart enough to figure that out? They'll figure it out. And to write it that they way. Got the, it's Marvel. I mean, Disney just pays for it, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and then finally, we have uh, She-Hulk, which is probably the most divisive show out of them all. I rank this one of my top favorite. As your top favorite? or One, one of my top One of your top favorite, yep. yeah. I had fun. With, I thought it was a fun show. It's a comedy. My it's problem not... with She-Hulk was I don't think they took enough time to edit the graphics. Yeah, the graphics are very all over the place. <laughs> some of it, yeah. Some I had of it. Such looks a hard really time bad. with the She-Hulk herself. Yeah, in most of her scenes. But I really like her. I really liked the feel of the show. I thought it was filmed kind of like Peacemaker. A lot in like some, Peacemaker. Some points. Um, but it, I mean, I would say my only real problem with the show. I have two two problems with the show. One which is a big one, is that it completely undermines and takes away the entire struggle of the character of the Hulk by being like, but I'm a woman. This man has had a 15-year battle with a rage monster living inside of him that he thought was so dangerous to the world that he tried to kill himself. And she just masters it because... She's a woman, and they deal with danger on a daily basis. I thought I, it was too much of a cop-out, and it was a ba- very big slap in the face to the Hulk as a character and everything he's been through. But I think it was a message about women, and I I, I see what they were trying to do with it. I see and what I they were trying, to, they do were trying to do with it. But you didn't need to do it at the expense of mm. the Hulk. How else were they going to put it in there, though? Because it's supposed to be an empowering show. It's supposed to be like, you know, and I, and I get it. it. It's 
the world is divided and there's people that understand and people that don't understand uh, that women are, are, are treated as second class citizens. And I think that's what they're trying to prove is women are not second class citizens. And I, I agree with that. Um, I didn't hate that. I didn't, I thought it was a good message, but they probably needed to tone it down a little bit and not have it so, you know, shockingly. Yeah. I'm all for all of it. I just don't like that that's the way that they did it. You could have spent the entire show explaining why she just has control over yeah. she over. She has that. better control because and just go for it from there. Yeah. I get it. I didn't. I just like. It seems like every time the Hulk is on screen now over the last few years, it's just been like, "What can we do to further fuck up this?" Yeah, character? How can we knock this guy down another peg? Yeah, and that yeah. was just another thing of like, with it being so serious like that, with his character having admitted that he tried to kill himself. Yeah, you're trying to push women's empowerment over men's mental health. Which I don't think is is a fair thing to do. No, I agree with that statement. Because there are there is validity to the journey, the character's journey that the Hulk has had since the beginning. He's the second movie in the MCU. Yeah. He's been around the longest. Yeah. As, as like Iron Man's not around anymore. He's the longest established character and you just kind of like spit in the face of every single thing every struggle that he's had as a character just because he happens to have a handle on it now. Yeah. Like, that doesn't undo everything that he's been through. No, he, he's been through torment, definitely, and I do think they, they kind of slided him on that. Yeah. My other big problem is, even though it was fun to see, I think that the end of the finale causes a lot of potential problems for the MCU. It's co- it's very comic accurate that she breaks the fourth wall. It was very cool f- to see her jump out of the show and go to the Disney executives and see look for Kevin Feige and find the the Disney robot that yes. cr- turns out generic MCU material. That was all fun and great, but I don't ever want to see that in a movie ever. I don't want Kang's about to kill everybody and She-Hulk pauses the movie and rewrites the story as she sees fit. I hope they don't do that. They A, Ugh. that should never happen, but now B, why won't that happen? <laughs> if she has the ability to change the story and narrative to fit anything she wants and have any character do anything she wants and be anywhere she wants why isn't that the solution to every single problem in the mcu from here on out maybe it will be we don't want that to be but maybe it It will be better fucking not be (laughs) (laughs) josh is closing the door on marvel real quick like that's a problem yeah doing that was a fun thing to do and it's definitely something her character would do in the comic books but you've now introduced something that can forever be brought up. Yeah. To why why did why wasn't this the solution? Well, why didn't you just change it this way? Let's hope they don't go that route. Like she literally changes the entire events of the last episode of the show <laughs> yes, because she, she didn't she did. like it and brings back characters that had gone away. <laughs> like there's no unless she just won't be an Avenger. You know what I mean? Yeah. If she's just going to stay as a lawyer that Maybe pops up once in a while. Maybe she won't hit the movies at all. I know they... I mean, I'm sure she will, but I'm wondering if it'll be more like a cameo, like one-off cameos, if someone needs a lawyer or something like that, and not a front-line character. Keep keep her in her show and and let her run that show in that world the way she wants, and then... Yeah, I guess. Because, I mean, that's a pretty big oversight of a technically a power <laughs> yeah. that their character yeah. has. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. That's uh that could that could cause a lot of damage. And people would be mad. Everyone liked that scene, but if that happened in like an end game scenario, p- 
people would be pissed. Oh yeah, so at this point she could have rewritten Endgame. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, she could do any. She could bring Iron Man back to life. She yep. could fucking do anything. Well, maybe we need Iron Man back. <laughs> like, I don't think that it was thought of that way, but that is the reality of the situation. <laughs> Speaking of bringing somebody back, did you see the tweet from Ryan Reynolds to Chris Evans? I feel like it did, but I can't remember. That just said, uh, how do you feel about coming back to visit, Captain? <laughs> and he said, I mean, so if Ryan Reynolds puts it in a tweet, it's going in. Well, I wonder if he'll be, he won't come back as Captain America. I think he'd come back as Johnny Storm. You think so? I I have a feeling, a lot of people have a feeling that Deadpool 3 is going to be him killing the entire fox I I do think that's happening. Like, I really yeah. do. Because there's been books. There are books like Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe and Punisher kills the Marvel Universe and yeah. stuff like that, where a character just kills everybody. This movie's going to be so all over the place, I can't wait for it. So I won't be surprised if they bring back like the Marvel Fantastic Four and some of the X-Men, and but maybe not even just like hold it to that, just anything they can kind of pick up and have fun with because Chris Evans said he he said he doesn't want to come back as Captain America but he he is not opposed to coming back as Johnny Storm because he, he would have be fun. fun with that and I, that would be fun to see I think it might be confusing for people <laughs> <laughs> and it's also like if you do that eventually you would have to come back for a one-off as Captain America because you don't want your last appearance to be as a different character. True. Just like, I won't be surprised if Robert Downey Jr. comes back for a one-off eventually. He needs to be an AI. He does. He needs to be an AI. Uh, or yeah. yeah. He needs to be an AI as Iron Man or mm-hmm. as Tony Stark. Yeah. Somehow, somewhere. Or like... If he's in Secret Wars, because they're pulling people from time and space and yeah. the multiverse and whatnot. Well, you never know. Skrull could be taking over his body, right? could be walking around as him anyway. That's true. He could be a Skrull. <laughs> he could be a Skrull. And a, a Skrull could have been the one that died. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many mysteries. But I, st- it's, I, mm. I still think it's very weird that they that Captain America and Iron Man both finished at the same time. Yeah, it's awkward. But it was the end of an era, though. Because I mean, it's like a du- it's a double whammy. And I also think that had they had the foresight that Black Panther was going to die, <laughs> that they would have probably talked Chris Evans in the stay <laughs> for at least one more for another like round, you know, yeah, until the next Avengers movies. I'm sure they could have paid him for it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, why not? They should have. With Robert Downey Jr. retiring, they should have been like, Chris Evans, now's your time. Now's yeah. your time to make $50 million. Exactly. He like, would have been the front runner. Yeah. Definitely. But I guess now's the time to rank these motherfuckers. Yeah, rank it. <laughs> let's let's just do top three. What do you nah, we got to rank them all. That's the whole point of the episode. <laughs> I will say my favorite is probably, and what I think is the best show is probably Loki. I would probably go Loki, WandaVision, Hawkeye, What If, Falcon Winter Soldier. And I feel like Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, and She-Hulk are all equal for me. Yeah. I find them, all three of them, to be at the exact same level. They're all just okay to me. So I don't like or dislike either of them more than one another. I would I would rank it WandaVision... Loki, What If, She-Hulk, Falcon Winter Soldier, Hawkeye, Miss Marvel, Moon Knight. That's how I would do mine. Um, Moon Knight I just didn't care for. Yeah. Um, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. I watched it. Yeah. I watched it religiously. I watched it when I was supposed to. I I just couldn't follow it. It lost me daily. So, not my favorite. Miss Marvel, great show, but I'm not a teenage girl. And that's what I think the problem I have with those last three are, is that the rest of the shows, 
not what if so much because it's a fucking cartoon, but especially like WandaVision, Loki, Hawkeye, Falcon, Winter Soldier, they all feel like they're in the MCU and that they are expanding the MCU's overall story. Moon Knight and, and Captain Mar- Moon Knight and Miss Marvel and and She Hulk, they're so much origin stories that there is no expansion of the whole universe at all. I feel like they probably could have shuffled the deck with these shows a little more because they came out real strong and put out like five really strong series in a row, and then put out three new characters all in a row. Right. You should have done like an established character, a new character, an established character, a new character. Kind of yeah, mixed broke it, it up a little, a little bit. bit. But I understand. I mean, this all also started when Disney Plus started. Right. So they were trying to And they gave us a lot everyone. of content. Yeah. I do believe. And I think they need to back up a little. I think it's oversaturated at this point. They just need to slow down. Yeah, but I mean, now this is this is time. I mean... She-Hulk ended a couple months ago, and we're not getting a show for like three or four months from now, so we're getting a bit of a break. But yeah, why don't you let us know what your ranking of the MCU Disney Plus shows are. Uh, Reach out to us online. We're FMBN Podcast on Twitter, FMBN, the number four in letter U on Instagram and Facebook. Um, We're very interested in to know how you feel about all these shows. Um, as for shows to come, what do we got? We got season two of What If is coming, Secret uh, Secret Invasion, like we said, all about Nick Fury and the Skrulls. Can't wait. Loki season two is coming. Can't wait for that one either. That one's going to be phenomenal. Yeah. Wonder Man is getting a show. You know, random. Wonder Man. Yeah. Well, a bit random. Uh, and Vision is getting a show, which I'm excited. I like, I really like Vision and I... I I'm glad we're not done with that character. No, I really like Paul Bettany. I think Paul Bettany's fantastic. I do hope he eventually goes back to looking like regular Vision, because I am not a fan of white no, Vision very white much. Vision. He looks weird. <laughs> with but, his blue, blue eyes. Yeah, and his blue gem in his head. But uh, yeah, yeah. be sure to reach out to us and let us know your ranking of the, of the shows, and uh, let us know anything else you'd like us to do, any movie commentaries you'd like to hear, any show ideas you think would be fun to hear us talk about. Uh, but until next time, I am Josh. I am Ben. And this is the Four Nerds by Nerds podcast signing off. Stay nerdy, my friends. <laughs>